0: ever since the dawn of time, man has been fascinated with alternate planes of existence. And now, our scientists speculate that a multiverse filled with infinite possibilities lies just beyond our grasp. Welcome to the Multiversal News. My name is Greg Lineweber, and I will be your host and we will discuss what is fact, fiction, and theory. That which is not real in our universe might very well be real in another. Join us and let the reality of your world be real for us too. Hello, hello, hello everybody. My name is Greg Leinweber and here we are at the Multiversal News. We're going to be talking to Trevor Tillman, who's a writer and uh, helped write the script for the penitent man and uh, yes uh, also uh, we're going to be talking to Leo and Ben both from uh, the Phoenix project and we're going to be uh, uh, asking the viewer participation today this is going to be our big experiment yeah that's our <laughs> that's our our uh, man Darren. Uh, Bruce, who's running back and forth, to let people in the uh, studio. Well, uh, we might as well get right into it. Trevor, it's so good to meet you. Uh, great to be on your show. Oh, good, good. Now you're a young writer, yeah, and uh, you wrote uh, the script for uh, the Penitent Man. Yes, with uh, the director Nicholas Genie. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what's what's the big draw for this movie? What's uh, what well, makes this movie important?
1: It's It's sci-fi, but it's definitely contemporary uh, sci-fi. It says a lot more about uh, who we are today, I would say. It covers issues from paying the bills to uh, geopolitics to corporate greed. Uh, We try to put a lot of our own uh, philosophy in it and inject philosophy into our writing, I would say. Uh, There's not a lot of spectacle, but there's a lot of sci-fi ideas. Uh, so it's a thinking man sci-fi movie. Oh good,
0: good. Very good. Uh, now do you have uh, uh who who's the principal actor for this Lance place? Hendrickson? Okay, folks, I want to get that out there so you can pay attention. It's Lance Hendrickson we're talking about here. <laughs> so how did you manage to get Lance Hendrickson to, to uh, do this for you?
1: Well, he's a very he's a workaholic basically. Yeah. He uh, he lives to act and he gives 110% uh, to each of his roles and we had approached a different actor with the with the role, the t- the penitent man role, the yeah. uh, title character, if you will. Who else uh, did you
0: have? It? Who else? Will Tom be? Skerritt. Tom Skerritt, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> and for uh, various reasons, that didn't work out. And so we were looking through other actors among that age range, and Lance Henriksen yeah, became our new in, choice.
0: Why don't you guys go ahead and come on in? Has Ben here yet? Okay, we'll, we'll go ahead and wait off. Okay, never mind, folks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Go on. Okay. Go on. Uh,
1: so we sent the script to him, or we, rather we contacted his agent, and within two hours uh, I was sitting with Nick. We were watching a movie, and uh, Lance had sent him a message asking to be sent the script. And he agreed to do it, but it was a huge workload because there's essentially oh. a 40-page monologue. Yeah. Lots of dialogue. Uh, Because most of the movie is confined to a psychologist's office. Yeah. So he agreed to do it on the condition that we had a week's rehearsal. Uh, We put up the hotel, and he came to Seattle, and we, for a week, you know, hammered out the script with him and read through it with the other actors.
0: Wow. How the hell did you... That's an amazing thing for anyone who's out there who's thinking, wow, I wish I could get a big-name actor for my film. Well this is how it's done. Sometimes yeah. all you gotta do is just ask to say, <laughs> Mr. Hendrickson, would you do this film? And, yeah. and and maybe dreams can come true. You can get a big big name actor. Most people
1: uh, it's the doing part that they have trouble with. It's oh, yeah, know, right. in theory it all works, but you just gotta do it. You just gotta ask. Yeah. Any any way you can. And uh, an actor who's dead, who's more about passion for acting like Lance is, is yeah, definitely. You know, I can recommend working with Lance. He's he offers a lot of ideas uh, during the shoot. Well, most of which are in the movie. He, wow. He, you know, he he was constantly
0: thinking in the head of his character. Well, let me ask you a question. As a writer, did Hendrickson ever say, "Oh, I don't think uh, the the main actor should be saying this. He should be saying this." Did he ever? There's re-write a there's a, a few script?
1: times I remember. Uh, there was one point in the movie. There's a little bit of a, a physical confrontation. Oh, yeah. And we we're filming that actually on Capitol Hill. Uh-huh. And uh, in the middle of this kind of scuffle, there's these dialogue dialogue passages. Mm-hmm. And Lance was like, Well, if I'm fighting with this guy, I'm not gonna be making a speech to him at the same time.
0: So here. I don't oh, <laughs> Hello? That's how busy we are here at <laughs> ITV. Hey Ben, is that you? Ben, uh, okay, I think Leo's coming in to let you in. All right. right. OK, folks, that was our some of our actors coming in a little late. Uh, <laughs> sorry about the interrupt. I'm very sorry, no, no, Trevor. no, that's fine. I'm okay. That's, since everybody's here, I'm just going to turn off the phone right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Now, now you had a okay. God, I'm so sorry about this. I really oh, apologize. A, a, a scuffle, then. Okay, so you're yeah, in the script, dialogue. Yeah, during the fight,
1: had, it was basically more like what was realistic for him. Uh, yeah. Because he was thinking in terms of being in the character's head, yeah, he would say stuff. If I'm
0: having a if I'm
1: pushing this guy up against the wall, I'm not going to be saying all this stuff. So yeah, he I'm would, not going to be quoting
0: from my physician's
1: manual. Right, exa- okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, so there was a few times. And there was also ideas that uh, for lines that we had had, like for example, he, there was a line, uh, "The road to hell had been paved with good intentions," and that was yeah. you know something that he thought should be added to it because it was very uh, appropriate. Perfect. Yeah. Appropriate yeah. for what he's talking about, stuff like that. But yeah. he had a lot to. Uh, there's, there's one point where uh, he's sitting on a bench, a park bench, and that was at uh, I think Denny Park.
0: Denny Park. Yeah. yeah he's okay. sitting on,
1: a, and it's supposed to be this apocalyptic kind of environment. There's trash barrels on fire, and there's just a cacophony of sound. And uh, he wakes up, and everything's normal and pleasant. He had the idea that before we make that cut, if he took a ball bearing and put it into his mouth, suggesting just a hint of technology, of time travel technology. Oh, Uh, okay. And it's good because, you know, it's a very subjective thing. Anyone can add their own meaning to, you know, to how he's traveling back. He's putting a ball bearing into his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Because the movie was not about technology. it It was about withholding information. Yeah so the whole time you know the psychologist who's kind of the main character as well you know it's a duel of words between them as lance hendrickson is trying to convince him that he's from the future whereas the psychologist hopefully represents the audience saying sure. "Well, you know prove it to me
0: well, what's going on here yeah all <laughs> yeah. right
1: uh why should that I? that
0: doesn't really... make sense yeah. yeah all right exactly well that's uh, that's that's good and as, as, as a writer it's very good to have uh, the audience in mind uh to uh to, to um, employ these, uh, to have these type of characters to explain right. things. As a As a writer, you're always conscious. I know I am myself. And, right. uh, 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 that uh, you want the audience to be able to understand what's going on. So, right. of course, there's a character who uh, says, "The what's going on?" Right. Well, anyway, um, it's it's nice that you could get Hendrix and all, in all yeah. that. But how did you feel personally when you did? Did you just write the movie or, or uh, and, Sid Becker, did you do anything else to help out with the movie? Uh,
1: well, on the set, it was very different because I was, I was also producer on the movie. Oh, great. Uh, and on an independent film, the title producer can mean a lot of things. Uh, so I say it was all things administrative and logistical. So whether logistical means... Uh, securing permits or driving to National Barricade to pick up signs. You know, anything like that. PA work. I also had the script on me at all times during filming, so if an actor needed to shout, line, I could give it to them.
0: Script supervisor. Script supervisor, So you wore like 50 or 10 or 12 different hats. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a (laughs) lot of fun, especially an independent film has a lot of variety of hard work to it. Uh, uh, Okay, now, next question. Yeah. Um... now, when you were writing the script, what exactly did were you sh- shooting for? I mean, what was uh, what was what did you wanted? What was your main thrust? Uh, script? well, we had a
1: story, and we had actually watched a movie called The Man from Earth, and that uh-huh. was a sci-fi story about a guy who's claiming to his professor friends that he's a ten thousand year old Cro-Magnon caveman, uh-huh. and it was all through dialogue. And so that was the goal: is how to tell a sci-fi story about a guy who. Says he's from the future, all
0: through dialogue. Which we'd be able to figure out right now with one genetic test right away. Right, yeah. right. But never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> that would, you know, the movie would be five minutes long if we did. Yeah. That. Well, some,
1: some movies are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, By the way, how long is this movie?
1: Uh, ninety minutes. Ninety About minutes. About ninety okay. minutes. Yeah. So okay. it's feature length. Uh, but yeah, the goal with writing it was basically, uh, well, first off, with the goal with writing anything is to really know the characters. Yeah. Uh, this lent itself to to that really well just because it was so dialogue heavy that uh, really it was Nick the director Nick Geni uh at his laptop typing while I was at a padded, had a pad of paper scribbling away and it became like a stream of consciousness thing mm-hmm. where after a few hours of writing the voices of the characters were not you know coming from me but coming from the characters themselves it was that's what you want. That's what you want. And usually it takes a lot of outlining and a lot of, you know, you got to write character biographies. But having something that's so dialogue heavy, uh, it just kind of, you know, you know what the objectives of the scene are, you know, what the conflict is, what needs to be established by the time it's over. And when you're scribbling away at dialogue, it just comes out
0: naturally. Okay, one moment. Uh, could you go make sure they're not getting lost up there? Oh, never mind. Oh, then let's continue on with the show. By the way, I want to put in a word for Harris Host. They are, they're the host with the most they do uh, uh, internet web hosting. Harris Host is a great company. They offer a very, very affordable uh, prize uh, um, offer of uh, 3.95 dollars a month. You should take a look at Harris Host, and you should say to yourself, why am I not having Harris Host as my web-based information online storage place? This is where I should have my website. So anyway, that's my plug for Harris Host. And let's go ahead and go on. Now, about the the movie. Now, when you're writing the script, yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you was that how, how – were there any characters that you personally
1: identified with? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them are taken right out of, you know – people that I know uh, for example my mom the uh, she's a she works as a dental assistant uh-huh. and the main character's wife is a dental assistant who's struggling to you know pay the bills and that's something that I remember from my own childhood that intentionally injected into the script yeah uh, and I know with Nick uh, a lot of the stuff that a lot of the talk about relationships come from his own life yeah uh, but the main character for example um, main character in the script lost his father during his childhood. The ni- director, Nicholas Genie, lost his father when he was 12 years old. Oh, that, so there's a lot sure. of personal stuff for both of yeah. us. It was yeah. a lot like writing a diary. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, there we ha- th- our feelings about society today, uh, whether it's, like I said, corporate greed or, or what have you, a lot of that made it into the script. And I, th- I don't yeah. think it was... Part of it was intentional. I mean, it was definitely left in intentionally,
0: but yeah. a lot of that just came out. You know. well, let's face it. The corporate greed makes a good backdrop of oh, yeah. what, whatever <laughs> futuristic society you want to make It raises the stakes. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I, I uh, naturally don't want to dwell on politics on this particular right. show because we're talking about science fiction. Right. But let's face it. Corporate greed is, uh, is one of those things that uh, people can identify with.
1: Yeah, well, even Gene Roddenberry said when he, w- he wrote science fiction, he wasn't writing about... He wasn't... Well, literally, he was writing about societies of the future, but he was more I- interested in in, in us and yeah. today, and whether it was Star Trek, whether it was the civil rights movement, or or you know anti-war messages or whatever. Okay. You know, I think the best sci-fi does that.
0: Well, uh, okay. Now, uh, tell me, Darren, do, do we have anybody writing in with any questions right now yet? None, now. None yet. None. Okay. Well, if anybody out there, if you have a question. Let me put it to you this way. You're, you're thinking, well, you know, that uh, looks like a pretty easy job, you know, uh, hosting and uh, asking questions <laughs> of writers and science fiction people. I bet I could do that. Sure, sure, easy job, right? Well, let's just see if you can do it, okay? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and get your questions in here. Let's see if you've got any ingenious ideas. Yes, a not good call in line. Yes, please call in. We want to hear your voice. Your voice yeah, check, on the multiverse. There we, we go. go.
2: The producer of <laughs> ITV Live.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you very much, Darren. Yeah, no <laughs> problem. Okay, now, uh, since I, okay, now there's plenty more questions I'd love to ask. And yeah. Believe me, there just doesn't seem to be enough time to do this. <laughs> but uh, now, uh, how, what was, how much of was a struggle was it to get uh, parts for this type of movie? Did you write it just to so it would be an easy move to make as far as parts and stuff? As, far as, as casting actors? Or yeah. Or well, not uh, just casting actors, but
1: material. Or yeah, well, we knew what resources we had. Yeah. And definitely, you know, creativity comes from restrictions. Yeah. And there were a lot of restrictions on this. We had a decent budget. I mean, we were able to get Lance Hendrickson. We didn't have a big budget, which is why the story itself is very minimalist, it's very play-like. Uh, a lot of the story hinges on the dialogue, and we don't have a lot of locations. Yeah. So I would I would liken it to something like, uh, if you've seen Lions for Lambs, that's got about three locations in it, that uh-huh. it just intercuts between, and Pentamans a lot like that.
0: Yeah. So a lot of this, it sounds like a lot of the uh, action takes place in a psychiatrist's office. Yeah,
1: that's the bulk of the movie. Yeah. And
0: then it, it works really well, I, th- I think. Uh,
1: uh, because when we cut back to... You know, it's dislinear, so or nonlinear. Uh, we cut back to other segments of the guy's life. Yeah. When, it, when the conversation kind of leads to, to that portion of his life. It, when it feels yeah. kind of emotionally appropriate to cut to a different uh, time in the story is when it cuts. It's not rigidly structured.
0: Okay, how much time do we have right now, Darren? Sixty minutes. Okay, good. Okay, good. Well, yeah, the uh, psychiatrist's office um, is easy as far as money goes. Now, tell me, uh, did you have some other shots out on the street or something? Oh yeah, uh, we actually scenes? shot. Uh,
1: well, we we did a little. Not, I wouldn't call it a huge fight scene, but there is a, a showdown, and that's kind of. Uh, Nicholas, uh, that's kind of his signature is that he likes his movies showdown. to end in a showdown. Okay, good. So even though this movie takes place in a psychologist's office for most of it, there is a showdown out on the. We shot it on Capitol Hill, and we did shoot. Uh, there's a scene uh, we shot for a day at the uh, it was the Grand Central Bakery, just two blocks up from here. Uh huh.
0: Oh, great. Uh, yeah,
1: for a day. So we, there's there's a lot of outdoor shooting. In fact, that was kind of. Uh, we shot it in October, November, so it was pretty cold, <laughs> and yeah. it was raining a lot. So uh, that was a little bit, that was one of the challenges of the Challenges of this shoot, was just surviving, you know, 15-hour shoots outside. Yeah, um, so yeah I, know, <laughs>
0: I know the feeling. I have been there. Yeah. I have uh, shot some pretty cold shots before. Yeah. But, uh, yeah,
1: no, go, go on. And uh, yeah. uh, As far as locations? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, we shot, uh, we shot the, well, with the psychologist's office, we actually constructed an office, uh, the interior anyway. Uh, we, we shot at the landmark of the sound. Okay. I don't know if you know where that is. That's uh, in Des Moines, and that became a problem because uh, we were in airspace. So every time, every five seconds, you'd hear a plane. So oh we have crap. it. We have probably about a five. Been there, hour, done that. Yeah, <laughs> about yeah. a five-hour. Uh, 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 I guess you could say blooper reel of us saying "hold for plane," <sighs> <laughs> and you know, in a weird way, it was helpful to the actors. Uh, there's a lot of concern, you know, because they're talking throughout all this, that they would lose momentum if they had to keep yeah. stopping and going. But, but it does, really
0: does tend to add a little sense of realism when yeah. you have a plane because that's what happens here in the real life. have yeah. planes in our in our.
1: Well, I don't know how many planes you will hear in the finished movie, but for the actors, it was able for them to. It was good for them to be able to pause and and think about what they were about to say next. And oh, okay. We were and Nick, you know, and the editor Jacob, uh, he cut it. Really well. It's very the momentum builds and and there's probably a bit of irritation in Lance's performance from
0: all the planes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, poor Lance didn't know what he's getting into. Yeah, no, not at all. (laughs) But uh, he seems like a nice guy. Yes, he's. You know, know,
1: he would. There was a lot of camaraderie on set. Okay. Uh, We actually got uh, matching tattoos. Lance, the director, and I. Oh yeah. Uh, We got uh, Einstein's. Formula for quantum gravity, which in theory makes a wormhole possible. Oh so. well, great! Now
0: see that's something you can't can't just get with any major actor. <laughs> no, you know? he was
1: he was, and that was his sign of faith in the
0: movie. Yeah. Okay. He well, great. Uh, so great. He,
1: and he would eat alongside the crew. He was there early in the morning. He had uh, put up with, like I said, 15-hour shoots. Uh,
0: he was great through all of it. Yeah, you're not going to get that kind of camaraderie with, uh, say, Jennifer Aniston. She's not going <laughs> to. Get a tattoo of uh, Einstein's uh, theories tattooed onto her body just like you do. <laughs> you know, I've told a lot of my filmmaker friends to,
1: to if you have a role for a 60, 70-year-old man, get Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. And dedicated. he doesn't mind?
0: He, not at all. Yeah, uh, well, it's really nice of him to, to uh, put forth that effort. I, I take it you've never met this guy before. Uh, Lance Hendrickson?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I met him on
0: the set every day. I mean, before the movie. Oh, before though. the movie. Yeah. Uh, no, not
1: at all. Wow, uh, that's... Yeah, so about a week before the movie was the rehearsal, and then right into filming. Bam, right into it. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. There was not a lot of time between, I mean, we finished the script in August. We were shooting at the end of October, beginning of November, for 12 days. We had a 12-day shoot, and uh, we had a final cut of the movie in January. uh, uh, You guys got anything planned in the the future? Well, Nick's got quite a slate uh, up ahead, so I would definitely uh, keep a lookout for him. He's got a movie called The Riot. Uh, which uh, we'll also have Lance Hendrickson and Andrew Keegan in it as well. Uh, okay. I'm writing something with a, a buddy from mine from NYU. Uh, it's a film noir. It's about a uh, motel clerk that uh, grew, grew up in poverty and, and resorts to stealing, and he ends up stealing the identity of a hitman. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah? Okay. That's not quite sci-fi, but uh, it should get, be a lot of fun. in there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's drama.
0: Any good drama yeah. is is, uh, is fun to watch. And the way
1: I see the Pendant Man, you know, it's got a melody and a rhythm, and the, the melody is the drama, and the rhythm is the sci-fi.
3: Yeah,
0: it, it's, it works, I think. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, this is just a a tale of time traveling. Is yeah. correct? I I think I can say that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's not. You're for supposed sure. to
1: you're supposed to question whether it's time travel. Or not. Time travel or so delusion. Delusion. He's uh, uh, Lance Henriksen plays a character named Mr. Darnell. Uh-huh. And he goes to the psychologist's office that he visits uh, regularly. And the psychologist is a uh, struggling psychologist without any patients really. And yeah. so he's struggling to pay the bills and when Mr. Darnell shows up with these extraordinary wow. claims that he's from the future and yeah. here to fix things.
0: Yeah. And he wants to fix his own life up, is basically. Uh, he wants to help the psychologist with his life. Oh, yeah. okay. But okay. we don't know why. But we don't know why. Yeah. So, uh, so basically he may have met the psychiatrist in a future uh conference. Well, what he claims?
1: W- w- the idea is that he's this old man who regularly visits the psychologist. Uh-huh. But then suddenly he comes to him saying, I'm going to be leaving town for a while. I thought you should know some, a few things. I'm from the future. Ah, and it's okay. the psychologist who – it becomes kind of a, a boxing match of words between the two of uh, the psychologist trying to find holes in his claims.
0: Yeah, I see. Trying to get him to admit to the fact that you're just like one of us. (laughs) Right, exactly. Which is what a psychiatrist normally does. It tries to pull people away from their delusions of time travel. Yeah. But, you know, if it happens to be one of your phone applications, well, then then, uh, it, it couldn't be argued with. But, yeah, I would like to see this movie. I'm very much interested in it. Okay. It sounds very intriguing. Uh, we're, well, it's coming out next month. Uh,
1: We've uh, we got distribution with uh, a company called Synergetic, Okay. and uh, it's going to be on about 20 screens around the country. Please tell the audience. We're, um, all, we're all... Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, into the camera. Right here. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, May 28th, uh, it's premiering in Hollywood, and then it should be playing at Seattle International Film Festival, and then 20 screens around the country, uh, Bay Area, Boston... Uh, L.A. Seattle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you expect to win any uh, titles here? You gonna get, get, get an Oscar for this one?
1: Uh, well, the movie uh, I don't don't know about an Oscar, but the movie won uh, best screenplay at the Method Fest just a couple weeks ago. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So.
0: Wow, that's something to be proud of. Yeah,
1: I'm quite uh, happy with that. Yeah, uh, this is
0: like uh, one of your first swings at the bat, you yeah. just hit a double here. <laughs> yeah. Good uh, job.
1: It's been cloud nine since the project began. I mean, it really started with Nick's, you know wanting to write a screenplay for Funny, he had some downtime between his shoot for The Riot, uh-huh. and that got delayed and delayed, and then the financing for this movie came through, and so it was full steam ahead.
0: Whew. Great. How did you manage to get the financing for it? Uh,
1: we, uh, well, there's, I don't know how into detail I can get, but it was privately financed from someone okay. who simply... Says, hey. love the script and believe in the project and yeah that's
0: quite nice you can do that yeah. you always can get something like that i
1: think I, I think it's it's good to have the people you know providing the resources believe in what you're doing you know it would it would be
0: it would be bad if that was a a battle throughout filmmaking that's uh, basically how art gets funded usually yeah. it's usually somebody private i mean you you don't often get government money although yeah. It can happen, uh, but it's pretty
1: rare. Yeah, I, I think it's it's changing a bit with the digital age. You had the studio system, I and mean, you still have the studio system. Yeah, of uh, course. But uh, uh, a lot of people just with digital technology and, and editing software are going to be able to make their own movies, I think, and yeah, it's, it, become no the next are...
0: geniuses, and talent will stand out, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be that much more to choose from. It's, yeah. uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, young Spielbergs out there getting, <laughs> getting their – First start with a lot with, more uh, competition with somebody <laughs> probably getting Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> He'll come in there and help out some <laughs> budding genius. Yeah, that that very well looks like you right oh, now. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't wait to see your film. And so, when is it going to be playing here in town again? One more time? Uh, it should be May twenty eighth. May twenty eighth. Yeah, that's
1: the same week it premieres in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then it will most of the theaters will be in Seattle that it's playing at.
0: May twenty eighth. It's going to be the Grand Illusion. Uh, it's yeah. That's the uh, Seattle International Film Festival. Yeah, I already have this written down, but I just feel like I have to write it again because I want to make sure I, I get this one. I want to make sure I see this one. May 28th? Yeah. Uh, Grand Illusion. Illusion. And I
1: will say that it is quite easily the, the performance of, of Lance Hendrickson's career, I think. Best one? Best even, one. Even better than uh, Aliens? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Aliens is great, but oh, he's yeah. not he's not front and center. He's yeah. great when he's front and center. It was yeah. so intense.
0: Well, yeah. Plus, he didn't get his body ripped in half. <laughs> right. That's right. Good, for, good. He did. For
1: uh, he did girl. do the knife trick for us. Knife you, trick? Do you know the knife trick. I'm talking oh, about? he did it. Yeah, he did it. Oh. Not with a real knife. He did it with a, a pen. But uh, he, he, he that was it. that was real. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Bill Paxson's reaction that was real too. The wow. One. Yeah. Oh, that's great, <laughs> man.
0: That's great. Yeah, he was
1: a fu- he was a fun guy to talk to. We we were talking to him. He appears in uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, he has a little cameo in that, and we were talking to him about that. And he's just <laughs> like, "Why, why do you want to, why do you want to talk about me all the
0: time?" Oh <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, well, like, <laughs> well, cause you're the most interesting person here. Yeah, this. on the set. And you know, but about. he
1: was, you know, he was great. Uh, just around the uh, catering table, you know, when we weren't filming, just being conversational to even the PAs, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, it's, but basically, he's not a real self-assuming guy. Either. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I mean, there were moments, like I said, because there's a lot of dialogue where he would be, you know, outside smoking a cigarette, g- going on the script, and it'd be the, you know, people would know, don't bother him. Don't <laughs>
0: bother the man. <band. laughs> yeah.
1: But he was never a jerk to anyone.
0: Or oh, that's that's, that. good. that's that's good. He a was nice always nice. All, all the way Funny guy, too. Well, that's really good. I can't wait to see this film. I, it's going to be really nice. I, I think it. it's going to do well, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, how much, how much more time do we have? Yeah, let's take a look at the trailer, of All course. Just right. go for it. All right.
2: All right.
1: Well, this is uh, the trailer for the Penitent Man coming out uh, May 28th. tell me? I just really wasn't prepared for today. This old patient of mine came in off the street.
3: Dr. Pyatt. Yeah, can I help
1: you? Yeah.
4: can. He seemed like a normal enough guy.
3: Do you have some time for a
1: very
4: tired old man? I've seen crazy before. This guy was very convincing.
3: Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered? Always. I wondered too. Why things happen the way they do and those questions that no one can answer. He just
1: said some pretty scary stuff.
3: But one day I understood. It was as if all the forces of the universe had come together in that one moment and space and time to deliver an answer to me. It's been one of the greatest mysteries and fantasies in human history, but not anymore.
1: You need to take some time off. Spend some time with
4: your wife.
3: How do you do it, Doctor? I'm sorry? Manage your relationships.
4: Yeah, our marriage has its problems, but, I and mean, they always do. When you
5: married Evie, you made a commitment. When I mean, you had your chance to bail out,
3: Relationships demand constant attention and they fail. From someone I learned a little too late, make her your priority.
5: Our
0: lives make us who we are.
3: The price of my ambition extended far beyond my wife, Doctor. It was everything. Some of the worst crimes against humanity I've done with the best intentions. This was the greatest find in history. The truth divided us and individually armed us.
1: I can safely
4: say I've never seen anything like this before.
3: You're still trying to wrap your head around me.
4: There are just a lot of questions that need to be asked.
3: How is not as important as why.
4: But you haven't explained either. Right, so far everything that you told me requires no shred
1: of proof or any irrefutable data.
3: I have given you the gun. Let me keep the bullets.
1: You gotta understand that as a man of reason, the things you're telling me are all impossible
3: to accept. Jason, I'm
5: in the dark.
3: You told me this story about a man who made an amazing discovery.
1: I've sat here And listen to your stories, your lectures, your life lessons. And sat here as this conversation became far more than a therapy session. You can't play games with people like this. Who are we to play God? What's done is done.
3: I've been given a secret, and it was so simple. The world should know about this. There are some things the world should never know. But Jason,
0: I think that if you... Trust me. Jason, if you... You trust
3: me. I fear that ultimately I will have to pay for my sins with my life.
0: Okay, we're back with Trevor Tillman. All right. And uh, it's really been a pleasure to have you on Thank the show. Thank you, it's been great. Uh, and one thing, I'm so starstruck with Lance Hendrickson, I forgot to ask, and uh, I'm so sorry, what about the other actors? Tell me about some of the other people that uh, were in the movie.
1: Well, Andrew Keegan is in the film, and okay. uh, he was last uh, He was last in the Seattle movie, it was 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. Uh, but he's uh, he's actually a friend of Nick's. Oh, okay. Who, uh, so I, I see them having a... A long collaboration but he was great he was funny and the other two actors they're uh Lathrop Walker and Melissa Roberts they're both uh, Seattle actors ah. uh, and they were great
0: it was, yeah it's good it, it looked it looked very solid it's yeah. just those four people in the film principal it's yeah
1: it's it's kind of confined there's one other character but i can't say much about that yeah, for anybody wants to make an independent film out there, yeah, having less actors is uh, always a good idea. Yeah, As, and it's good because the story kind of dictates so that it would be confined to just four Small actors group. or so, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sort of interested. I, I noticed a gun got pulled out there sooner yeah. or later, so, no, yeah. That might have been the showdown I was talking to you beware about. Beware for the drama. <laughs> the drama will, will come into play at, yeah. uh, sooner or later. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I'll, who, who's going to get shot? Somebody get shot in the head or something? Uh, maybe more than one person. I don't ah, know. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll see now. That's yeah. good. That's the good thing about a trailer
1: is you don't want to give away everything. Absolutely. Especially with this movie because, yeah. like I said, it's all about withholding information until the last ten minutes. Yeah. And then it yeah. all. Well, it's banned. a good enough
0: movie where you can hold off a lot of stuff.
1: I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Nick uh, Nick's a really talented director, and he was able to make uh, – he was able to make all those long dialogue scenes look really interesting and keep yeah. it intense. You know, if you saw in the trailer, they're breaking the fourth wall. It's talking directly to
0: the audience a lot. And that's uh, good. Yeah. Sometimes uh, a movie like that is a quite a challenge, and to oh hold yeah. vi- the audience's attention, it takes a lot of good, good yeah. work, and a lot of a lot of very good
1: dialogue. That was the challenge. And that's what I mean. That's what made it helpful to have a non-linear story. So anytime that we needed a break from the the therapy room, we could yeah. go to. Flashback to the cafe scene, or uh, hospital scene, or whatever. Uh huh. You know, it made it easy to break it up
0: and keep it interesting. Oh, that's good. That's very, very good. How much more time do we have for our for this there first goes. segment? About 20, twenty minutes. About twenty minutes? What? The, oh, before. Okay. How much time to the halfway point? Halfway right now. Halfway right now? Okay, well, I guess we should uh, right. go ahead and bring in uh, other people. Uh, feel free to stay here if you've oh, got yeah, any well, good questions. Scoot over or get yeah. The now have you seen uh, uh, Star Trek The Phoenix Project? I've seen uh, the, the trailer. The trailer? Yeah,
1: I've heard about it. I've heard a lot oh, about it.
0: Oh, you've got to see this film. It's really, really, really good. It's, it's uh, pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I heard it's playing soon, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be yeah, – it's. it's uh, I saw the whole thing at the sci- at science fiction con. Right. So, uh, well, without any further to do – I'd like to go. Go ahead, Ben. uh, Leo, are you guys here? Why don't you guys (laughs) go ahead and come on in and sit down? It's so good to see you back again. (laughs) Yeah, it's very good. Why don't you guys go ahead and sit down again? It's so good to see you. It's so wonderful to see you guys back again. I want to see that movie, by the way. I will. You with this camera right here. Okay. So if you can see yourself in this camera, you're in good shape. Yeah it is good it is very very good to see it. It's getting kinda of warm in here but Are you uh, uh, are you guys busy shooting the, the uh the second part of this the the show right now? <laughs>
4: not yet.
0: Not yet? Not yet. Have you got the script finalized? Almost. Oh good. Oh I can't wait. Uh, you really whetted my appetite when I saw it at the north Uh, West Science Fiction Con.
4: Excellent.
0: It's, uh, uh, yeah, a really good cliffhanger. And uh, like I told uh, just about everybody else, I can't see very many weaknesses to this film. It's really solid in uh, many, many ways. Anyway, um, do you have the the slam-bang finish that you're written down yet, or are you still struggling with that right now?
4: You know more about than I do. I than the are you talking about part two or yeah, part two?
0: Alternate ending. I'm one? sorry, I'm already jumping into part two when we should be talking about the very first uh, film that I, we premiered last week at EMP with an alternate ending
5: from from Norwestcon. Yeah, and it was a lot better. It was it was actually awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm biased or anything. But, yeah,
0: um, I. I didn't get a chance to see that. I didn't make it there. I, I saw the Northwest Con, so the Northwest Con you got a little bit different ending to the pilot, yeah. then, right? Yeah.
5: And then okay. for our May second online release, I think we're going to have also an additional
0: another twist. To it. Oh. It'll be the
4: ending that was shown at EMP, but also we're just adding a piece to it, so it's okay. not really changing that much. Yeah. It's not significant plot change. It's just, just not increases yeah. the tension.
0: Boy, if there's one thing I'd like to, to talk about right now is uh, how well the teleporter device worked. It really went well. I was, I was thrilled at how fast it was yeah. and how good it looks. It looks realistic for how quick it is. It's, 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 it's a little bit different from having a TV suddenly uh, appear there like, uh, like the queue would do it or something. I mean, right. this is actually looks like something's actually happening.
5: It's the coolest thing in the pilot, let's let's just call it what it is, the coolest
0: It thing. is? It's upstaging That's us actors. That's actually not, not, is, yeah. is
2: there a trailer I could pull up online for you guys while you're while you talking yeah, about it? The trailer, yeah. On YouTube? Um, yeah, it is on yeah. YouTube.
0: All okay. oh, right, Star Trek oh, Phoenix? Yeah. Awesome. That channel. Oh, you guys didn't bring a trailer with you? <laughs> mm oh, Okay, well, we could pull it up. We, we can pull it up on YouTube. We brought the pilot with us. We could show a clip from it. Did you bring a ta- pilot? I
4: have I haven't talked to the pilot.
0: Oh, well, we, we don't have time to show the whole thing. No, of course not. <laughs> no, <whatever. laughs> but if you want a choice, a show, a choice scene or, or two from it, we could do that. Um,
4: it's up to you. I mean, DJ's in the queue is probably the YouTube. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry, guys.
0: Didn't yeah. A oh, yeah. No, no. Now, the primary purpose for you guys coming back here was to get audience participation. Okay. Now, anybody out there, please, please, if you've got a question to ask, we came back here specifically to have you guys ask these guys some questions. So please go ahead, shoot some questions our way. We've got a phone line you can use to call in right now. Pick up that phone and say, yes, I want to talk to Ben and Leo about this wonderful TV show that you guys could be doing, or we hope to be a TV show. Um, Now, what I saw at Northwest Con myself, do we have any questions yet, Darren?
2: Not yet. There are some people
0: Oh, good, good. Yeah, Cokes have been there. Yeah. Please, please, go ahead. Ask a question. Now, I'll go ahead and ask a few questions myself since I'm just sitting here. Um, now, it's, it's a lot like a television show, a lot like Desi loop Productions, and uh, I was thrilled with the music and just about everything else. The music syncs up really well with the scenery. Um, what's it like out there on the on a day shooting a shot out there in the woods and stuff like that? Is it... Uh, is it, is it difficult? There's a lot of difficulty with the props and stuff. <laughs> uh, Why do you start with that one, Leo?
4: <laughs> you know, <laughs> shooting on location, I think, is difficult in itself because you're not in control of a lot of different variables. Yeah. For one, light. Yeah. Sound.
0: Yeah. Uh, and anything Airplanes. Else that's yeah.
4: Exactly. In Seattle, where we were filming in you know, Schmitz Park, that's all we had was air traffic. Yeah. So, you know, the audio, the audio that we had from that particular shoot was completely unusable. Which yeah. Which is why we had to ADR the entire pilot. Oh. Because okay. it just makes the audio crisp, clear. Yeah. That seems um, to
5: be the case pretty much
0: every location in Seattle. Yeah, it seems way. to be a flight path. You just yeah. give it up, do ADR, so yeah. go ahead and, uh, and lip sync it like any Madonna video. <laughs>
4: I'm not going through that door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't mean to put it in those terms, of course. But uh, yeah, it's a, pretty much it's. But that's a good way to approach it. Sometimes it's accept it's the fact that we got a telephone call. It's, IT Live it's my mom. Okay, great. Well, maybe not. It might be somebody else. Hey, Chris with
2: Star Trek Phoenix. How's it going? Do you have a question for the guys?
0: There. Yeah. Can you can you put the phone call on? Well, anyway.
2: uh, do you have any luck finding a permanent filming location or studio yet? Is the question from Chris on the ITV line.
4: Huh. I think it's going to have to do with... Uh, one of the things that we have said is in order for us to reduce part two, we are going to need the proper funding to accomplish that. So that uh, aspect is part of that huge variable. Yeah. So finding a permanent location, not in Seattle, not yet.
0: Yeah. Where, where would you like to have a location
4: Well, I mean, uh, a soundstage would be, you know, normal, but we don't have one in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, This is not built yet, I I will say.
0: Yeah, let's, let's go with the question
2: They're also asking if there's going to be heat on, on location there Because the 18-hour be days at Sound Point Way were really cold First <laughs> First I was all, I'm told Tell
0: the them to get off the
4: phone <laughs> <laughs> They said get off the phone Get off the phone This is Chris Collins <laughs> Lubin, our prop master at right. Chris Thanks, thanks for designer. calling uh, in Yes, it will have heat, Chris And yes, we'll probably have many huge industrial heaters, I hope <laughs> our, our last warehouse had heat That's yeah. unfair, Chris I don't know what he was talking about
0: okay well He's all right or something huh? yeah well okay now if we have any questions from people who are not on the set <laughs> yeah. please go Here, ahead here's a question it. from the chat room uh, not that we does, don't mind chris i mean does, it was
2: does the captain ever say fire everything twice
4: are you nero uh um am i nero yeah. no
5: um yes i think we said that on on set a couple times but that footage never made it into <laughs> will it be the in the blooper section it, um, along with a couple other things yes, you said. Yes, um Yeah. Yeah totally. there's some interesting things and I'm not sure I can say them on public television or oh, wait, okay.
4: not. you can. Oh sweet. Well, well in that yeah. case you uh, don't need to bleep them uh, <laughs> I think my yeah, fa- I think, Be
5: careful Mom, I think my favorite was uh set phasers to rape. Oh, oh <laughs> <awesome>. yes. <laughs> can uh, phasers do that? But then they then they mild it. <laughs> Down and they said yeah. set phasers to sachet. Yeah, oh,
0: was okay. good.
5: But, oh, know, that,
0: that came with the ADR. I like right. having all those options. Well, yeah. Well, who wouldn't want to have a phaser that could do that? Right. I think. Okay. Oh boy, I would get in trouble for that one. Well, <laughs> now, okay, now. um You're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Right. Well, well that's we're that's, gonna get in trouble. <laughs> uh, we we'll probably all will, and we deserve it too. We did not put our phasers to that R word right. that we're not still gonna use anymore. Right right now okay well, we can There we could talk was about a
4: situation that surrounded it that made sense yeah
0: it was, uh, yeah, well, of it was course. quite funny yeah, yeah now okay now i've got a question for you now i've i know i hate to dwell on this too much and it's it has not that much to do with star trek but have we got any more questions yet no. okay no. Well, one gonna...
2: more yeah actually one just came in uh will anyone on the main cast die
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good question <laughs> Tasha Yard dies on, on Star Trek. That's so yeah. such a good question you don't even realize. <laughs> and then she
2: posed in Playboy.
0: Yeah. Is that an upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the yeah, second that's question. Does, does major character die and will they pose in Playboy when they do? Or play girl as the case may be? In that case, wait, we may have to kill a couple of our female characters off. <laughs> well, yeah. Aww. I'm just kidding, come on, come yeah. on. Well, that's, that's okay. I mean, the chance to see him in Playboy might be worth it. No plans to kill buddy in, anybody in Part 2. Okay, okay, good. Well, that's good. I mean, I mean, it's you know, you kind of want to have that believability, but at the same time, you don't want to see the, the main characters disappear, especially when you really like them. I mean, I like most of the female main characters you have right now. Good. Yeah. I, I don't want them to die. Well, it's too early.
5: you got to figure out who they are first. Yeah. yeah got to yeah.
4: let the audience grow attached to
0: them, and then... Then that's when you just take
4: them out. Yeah, well, it'd be... <laughs> <Just kidding.
0: laughs> We're not. Well, yeah, although, well, well, that's, of course, it's a talk show. We can all talk it out right now. We're not, <laughs> uh, we don't have a script in front of us. That's right. But it'd be nice if we could have uh, Okay, now, this is just for me. Now, ladies, now don't. please don't take this the wrong way. Uh-huh. But uh, I'd like to see some of your cast uh, members in Playboy before they die, if that's possible. But uh, I know that's not going to be real popular. Never mind. I think I'm just
5: going to leave that one alone.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Or, uh, that's okay. Good. Um,
2: They're not those kind of producers, Greg.
5: Okay. We're not. We don't okay. have a casting couch yet. <laughs>
0: I mean, <at> all. <laughs> I should be somewhere well. will. With, with yeah. heat yeah. either. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Now, let's get back to some really serious, hard questions here. Do we have any uh, little young Edward R. Murrow's out there ready to pop us with a good one?
2: Will we ever see the chief of security fight and kill anything?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, he does in part two, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a badass. We will. We're going to see some actual
5: we get, him, we get Well, I don't know about the, the kill. Well, yeah, I think he does I kill somebody. He, I thought he did. He does kill somebody, and he gets in a badass fight. Mm-hmm great and he does some other stuff
0: that's pretty cool well that's great that's exactly what we want to see in star trek is some good good battle stuff he has
4: some really good scenes that have been (laughs) written he's been warned of it he doesn't know yet but yeah how about the captain
0: captain of do you get to kill somebody
4: no i i get my
5: ass
0: beat like all through the pilot all through the first one and the second one well that's that's kind of like important though i mean see you're one of the ship's badasses so in order to I'm sorry guys, create... you gotta quit writing me get my ass kicked. Seriously. <laughs> well I was part of the gravata, so she once the alien gets to push the captain around, that shows how bad the alien is. I think yeah, I yeah, think it's enough.
4: not a bad thing because the villain is really cool. Yeah. I mean, she's she's in the level of like con. Oh yeah? Yeah, she's wicked. Oh,
0: cool. cool, cool. She's a
4: great actress, Stephanie, and but when she slips into that character, you don't want to be in the same room with
0: her. Oh, scary. She's yeah. she's very scary. Great. Now I didn't see her too much in the, in the first part of the pilot. You didn't see her You at only hear yeah. her voice. Okay, you hear her
4: voice once.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I think that's when, uh, that's just a very interesting scene when the alien you thought was dead. Yes. Comes back up and he says, aha, they took the bait Yes. Or whatever. And
4: the voice to that, to his response. Bless her. That's the villain. Ah,
0: uh, so yep. that's when we know evil is afoot. Correct. Exactly. And you'll definitely see her all throughout part two. Okay. So we have a
2: few questions from the chat room. Please. And it's going to go from uh, Taz She-Devil. Will any of the re- reoccurring characters become part of the main cast? One. Okay. Taz
5: She-Devil. Oh, that sounds like Lorraine.
0: Yeah.
4: Hi, Lorraine. Well,
2: this might give it away. How come Natyra isn't scuffed up at the end of the pilot part one?
4: Because, well, you know, more.
5: at the end of part one, it's because she's she kicked that thing's ass and came back unscathed. Yeah, <laughs> she's badass. The we big should, okay. green thing. You know, <laughs> we should take this moment to give Lorraine her her plug because that yeah. woman is not only an executive producer, yeah, and an actress. She's also one of the writers. Yeah, she's the PR lady. Yep. She's yes. marketing. Yep. Yes, we have yet to figure out something that she's not good at. I think. No. no. So.
0: Yeah. By the way, I saw her interview she on rocks. your website, and she's really funny. good. And she's,
4: she's funny. She's yeah. Funny.
0: She's amazing actress. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, I've got to get her on this show. You should. Yeah. But uh, she's the PR person, so I, I need <laughs> to ask her. So that'll her. be easy. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right. That'll be extremely be easier, easy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, are there? You, are, okay. Yeah, go 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 ahead. I was gonna say I didn't know if you wanted more questions because they're sort of blowing up the chat room now. Please,
0: let's go let's get, get the questions, questions. going. I'll yeah, I'll are there, we're there questions out. from them?
2: Are any of the leads secretly in love with any other leads in the future episodes?
0: Yeah, who's doing who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, yeah, well, we we had a writers meeting yesterday actually, and we were who? talking about I'll sexing about it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if we can get much into that at part two but okay but there's some future treatments that are written that that, that are
0: gonna have they're a gonna really fun oh great gonna it's gonna be, be just like a just like a <laughs> satyricon huh in space mm. a, a what satyricon oh yeah no that so was a famous I'm gonna, pret- uh, I'm
5: gonna pretend like I know what you're talking
0: okay <laughs> well it's a, it's a movie by uh, oh who was who made that movie you know what I'm talking about right I think so yeah well anyway it's just a bunch of sex a lot a lot of sex in, in the movie well yeah you yeah. know
4: sex and inc- or,
5: or at least attraction it increases the tension. that's part of storytelling of so con. yeah
0: I mean of course yes <laughs> Fellini yeah Fellini did Satyricon. yeah that was that was one that was a hit, mm-hmm. so I of those big kids never mind do we have any more questions yeah
2: that guy in the pilot who died did it so well. Are you sorry you killed him off?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
4: Mark Roner, a Seattle oh. Times reporter. Um, just kidding. We love Mark. He's the Mark. awesome. You yeah. know he he's one of the reasons how I think Cloak and Dagger got started. Because oh, yeah? we had a different pilot, and when he came on board, he wanted to do a feature, and it evolved from that. So yeah, really from day one of this version of the pilot, he's been a part of. So. He's been a very yeah. good sport of ours oh, to good. do this as not an actor and as a reporter, and yeah. to go through all the things that we've made him go through. Yeah.
0: And it's nice that he took the bullet really early on, just to show his devotion it's to the red shirt. Movie. Yeah, red yeah, figure. all right. He, he died so that you could live. That's right.
2: So uh, here's one: Can the saber major kick the chief of security's
0: ass? Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, and will they have a chance <clears throat> to prove it?
4: A Which
5: major are we talking about, Natira, or are we talking about the John Lynch, the the giant crop, the big guy? Just
0: as
2: can
4: the saber major? Um, it's um, got to be Natira, because well, in part two he's Colonel.
0: Oh, that's hmm. right. Um, yeah. Yeah, can the saber people? Fight. Yeah, can the saber people beat your your crew, Captain? I guess that's what the question is. How about
5: how about I'll tell you this. Okay. They fight in part two, and you'll find out. Oh, oh
0: that's right, they do. Yeah, oh, they do. They okay. will, will they? Uh-uh. So
4: one little tidbit for the chief security is he's he's into martial arts. Uh huh. So that just leads to some to oh, how that he fights.
0: Oh, this is some tantalizing information here. We know he's going to kill somebody, but is he going to kill somebody from Saber Maybe not. But then that would be killing a major character then. No. Only time will oh, oh, you're going to torture me with this information. That's okay, now I've got to see it. Now. That's cliffhanging. For you. Okay, alright. Any more R- questions? You
2: another question? Uh, yeah. Here we go. Um, will Captain Avari have a love affair with a green chick or a blue chick?
0: Yeah. That's what we all want to
5: know. To be honest. Or both. <laughs> at the same time. I would say both. And I'll speak
0: for him. Yeah.
5: Both. I don't care what the color is. Not
0: <laughs> Well, that's very open-minded I, of you, Captain. Yes,
5: though. I I think the captain's very open-minded.
0: Okay, okay. Unless uh-huh. nice you
4: think outside the box. Yes. Yes.
0: So you're basically not ever going to get married as a character. How many? Four, four? No. Okay, good. You, could, you're always going to have that lust factor going for you. Me? Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's a very good
5: question. Yeah.
0: Okay. It is.
4: Yeah.
5: It, it won't, won't be explored in part two, but no.
0: Oh well. Sorry. It's a lot of oh, fighting going on. Okay, yeah. Oh, a lot the of the of blue chicks. Oh, any more questions? At the moment, any? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: How many Star Trek Phoenix writers does it take to replace a light bulb?
4: <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I swear I didn't sense it. I, <laughs> no, no. I think it's so I. S- awesome.
0: I think I noticed a trend here. How many
4: was in the credits? Oh. A lot. Like seven, eight? Seven That's not that many, eight. Yeah. Um, yes. That was one of them, so I can yeah. say that.
2: Which, which guys on the show are single?
4: Oh. oh very good question. Yeah. Mm. Um, you mean in real life? In real life. Um, ben Johnson, who plays Commander Jarn.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: let's see. Joe. Joe Downing, who plays Security. Security he's single. Uh, Jesse Patterson, who plays Carco. He's okay. single. Vanessa Cobbs, who plays Lena. <laughs> I always mess up the last name. Oh, yeah. she's uh, single. She's also single. single. Hey, hey. Uh, I think the rest of the cast is married. Oh, uh, yes, they are. The rest of so? the cast is married. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, that's good information to know. All you guys are uh, hunting for trophy uh, mates. Yeah, that's that's a good place to start us on this crew. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's see. Who should I write down? And oh. we have a bunch of
5: local premieres coming out by the Great. at the end of this month. You can go to the website and find out. Okay. or Facebook, and you'll have the opportunity to meet all these single people.
4: Oh, good. 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 I was gonna say, there's an email address dating at dating. but it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, this right yeah, it's it's a, mm-hmm.
0: this is a great. Just gonna open up the starting gate right now. Okay, now, are there any unsex, non-sex questions uh, we have for the for the two members here?
2: Well, what's more important to the project, action or comedy or drama?
0: Yeah, that's a good one
5: that's that's an excellent question it's a, quite a mature question this must not be one of our people <laughs> finally uh, I um, mean no offense <laughs> <laughs> I think a, I think as we write I think the number one agenda as we write scenes and uh, we move forward the plot is what drives it forward yeah that's that's the number one thing that we rally behind is this driving the plot forward yeah. because if it if it doesn't, then it doesn't need to be there. Now that being said, comedy, drama, action are all very important elements for a story. So Exactly. Um
4: Especially for trucks.
5: So we get them we try to put them all in there. Yeah. But but they're the secondary. I mean it's secondary yeah. to driving platform. The
4: driving plot. And you saw yeah. you saw it. Did you feel, feel there was a good balance i'm reversing yeah. the roles?
0: Well, thank you for asking my opinion about that. I do, in fact, and I noticed that you brought in a little bit of, you know, without comedy, you know, the comedy is what things everybody does in everyday life. So you expect to have some comedy like around the water cooler. And I thought it was really great how you brought the doctor in to do that, the doctor provided some of that comic relief, Mm -hmm. and then you went on with the fight, and then everybody else is very serious about it, everybody else approached it like uh, true military people. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was going, what the hell am I doing here with this phaser? Among other things, um, right. and I thought it was good. It's very good balance. So I imagine the doctor himself will be perform- performing some of the comedy for the Will be oh yeah,
4: he's a a, he's a source of comedy for yeah for the crew.
0: But will there be any other character that would uh, be providing comic relief, or is it just him? I think I think John would. Yeah. I think he kind of has the ability
4: to do it. Yeah. He probably wouldn't expect him to, being his role. Yeah. I, can see it.
5: I think that um, with both Lena and Solara because mm-hmm. uh, you didn't get to see a lot of their characters in the pilot. No. They were just simple quick corridor conversations and then we moved on mm-hmm. which was really what sucked for me personally about the, the pilot was that we didn't get a chance to explore this cast Yeah, uh, but you really can't and I think th- both those characters will have we're going to see a little inadvertent comedy from them. Oh, good, good. It's a result of their alien nature. Yeah. Well,
0: it's kind
4: of good. You don't want to put it all on the Doctor, in other words. Uh, no, because, I mean, right. their characters are going to be more explored in Part 2 as it is. So yeah. you really get and they, more and of a balance.
0: Yeah, and the Doctor himself has some, some necessary uh, hard drama to do. You know, like mm-hmm. when somebody dies and stuff like right. that, we need somebody. Of course, He's not going to say that he's dead, Jim, of course. He's going to say something else probably or... Or, uh, anyway, do we have any more know. questions? Uh,
2: we do, but we have to wrap it up. Uh,
0: huh? We have
2: we to have wrap to the wrap show up. up. We're just not out of time.
0: Are we out of time? mm mm-hmm. Oh, are we almost out of time? Oh, heck. Well, I guess that's kind of the way it goes. Well, anyway, um, uh, do we have time for one more question?
2: One more question. Go, go,
4: go.
2: Who played the tree creatures and how how long did they have to endure wearing their costumes and costumes and makeup?
4: Um, there was more than one. Actually, there was about five or six. They were um, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, all they really are is ghillie suits that are really um, altered to look more like the, the forest that they were in. Yeah. So, I mean, all they're really doing is wearing black so it covers most of their skin. Uh-huh. So the makeup is black. So you don't really see them, per se.
0: And then you just hang some moss on them.
4: In a, in a roundabout yeah. sense, yeah. yeah. I mean, there is more to it than that, of course. Yeah. But I think they were in it for long periods of time. Tough. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it was warm, they too. Covered. They suffered.
0: Yeah. They did. Oh, good. They did. Okay. okay so, well, I guess that's, that pretty much wraps us up. the... Uh, well, I really enjoyed the audience participation. Thank you, everybody out there. And I'm not just talking about the crew of the uh, of the Phoenix. But, yeah, there's some Bastards. nice, very interesting questions. And, of course, well, they did tend to drift towards sex. That's understandable. I'm, everybody wants to know about that. But uh, uh, so... Uh, I would like to definitely have you guys on again and have some more crew members for the Phoenix come on here again. And I think uh, I've already talked to Lorraine about having a a few more of you guys uh, coming on next week, which is great. I'm leaving you guys the space open. So great. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show right now. And remember, uh, if you fail to ask a question, uh, save those questions up for next week. Uh, We would be delighted to hear what, you, what your opinion is and what you have to say. So please, come on to the Multiversal News. And one last time, remember, if you want a website, Harris Hosts is the website you want. Get onto Harris Host, and you'll save yourself a lot of money. They're very good at what they do. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Great. Now, where can we see the show coming up? I saw it at the Northwest Con. Now it's going to be elsewhere. You got some other uh, lineups for where you're going to show the show. I'd please tell the audience.
4: Grand Illusion. But that you can tell. I'm trying to remember, to be honest. Oh, okay. Have, uh, yeah, yeah, so many, Grand Illusion. So many dates. Uh, Lorraine's
5: going to
0: kill us for not having the I dates. I know.
5: She's give Sorry, us Lorraine. Please forgive. <laughs>
4: um,
0: well, you can go to the uh, Phoenix website to get all this information yes. if you need to. Yeah, we are
4: working on the public premiere that, we'll yeah. that the whole public can go to, and it'll be a large venue. Yeah, it's going to Just be a
0: big, the Grand, the Grand Illusion. Is there's, it? There's Grand yes.
5: Illusion right now. There's the Historical uh, University Theater, which is, I think, uh, was it the Wingit
0: Productions? Wingit Productions. Yeah. Um, it's there's also northwest film forum on the yeah. 28th. Mm-hmm. 20, 20th. i know. I, I believe i remember the twenty-fifth being one of the days that you're going to have yeah. Yeah. grand illusion like okay we'll see now that's not so bad we're, we're getting some we're, of it we're out there working <laughs> through it. you can find it on
4: ST Phoenix or also Facebook
0: also okay there. great yeah and I love Facebook so if you want to get in contact with me you can see me there too mm-hmm. uh... but yes definitely uh, it's, uh, uh, it's nice to see you guys again, and definitely, definitely go see these shows. You will be impressed. It's like uh, everything you've ever wanted Star Trek to be. And uh, uh, do we have how much more time do we have? Is that it? We get ready to wrap it up? Okay, folks, thank you very much. This has been the Multiversal News. Come back next week. We are going to have Ben Franklin and uh, more cast and crew from the Phoenix.